You're listening to Speaking Stellar Girl with Terry Tkachuk, an interview series that inspires women to live their most stellar life. Terry is the co-founder of the Stellar Girl Movement, and she is sitting down with women all over the world to hear about the key moments in their lives and how they live boldly, compassionately, and ultimately became a stellar girl. Welcome to Speaking Stellar Girl. I'm your host, Terry Jakachik, and I'm thrilled today to have Kate March joining me. Kate is the founder and designer of the Urban Chic Vintage Streetwear Band Undone by Kate. With a background in celebrity wardrobe styling, Kate was always on the hunt for the perfect vintage tee that was different yet still wearable. What started off as a quarantine hobby of sewing t-shirts in her bedroom, it turned quickly into a full-time sustainable fashion brand. Each piece is reworked for materials that have would have otherwise ended up in a landfill. I'm sold. I'm a fan customer, as you can see, for those of you watching on YouTube and not listening on Apple and Spotify. Um, I'm so looking forward to hearing more about your journey and your story and find out where Undone is headed. Um, welcome, Kate, to Speaking Stellar Girl. Thank you so much for having me and that great intro. Well, I just, I mean, I'm a fan and we only met a week ago. I got my pieces like within, you know, less than four days, I think. Um, Where, like, obviously it started during the pandemic in March, 2020. And this is, you know, definitely, you know, had a story and a journey of its own. You started off with celebrity dressing. So let's talk about a little bit about your background before we get into your exciting new brand. Yeah. So I, um, went to college actually for international business management. And I always had, you know, when I was applying, I wanted to go to fashion school. I got actually denied from FIT and Parsons, which Mm. is, I thought it was like the end of the world. Um, I went to pace for business and I made it my goal to intern every single semester. Um, at a fashion house, at a PR agency, anywhere I could just get the fashion experience um, because I was getting all of like the business management in school. So I actually, my first styling internship was with Audrey Kate, who is the co-collaborator on this tee that you're wearing. Oh, yes. Um, So she posted for a styling internship when I was a sophomore in college and I was like, what is a styling internship? Like, what does that even mean? Um, so she took me on under her wing and I learned everything about e-com wardrobe styling, celebrity wardrobe styling, um, literally all the ins and outs, what it means to be a wardrobe stylist and how to do it properly. Um, after that, I interned for her for all the rest of school, I did a little freelancing with her. And then I worked for Michaela Erlanger, who dresses Meryl Streep and yes. Lucy Nyong'o. Um, she's brilliant. And it was like an honor getting to work under her. I still do. Um, but I started freelancing for Michaela. And then quickly, it became a full time job. She hired me as nine to five. Um, and my role there was pretty much wearing all the hats. We would get ready for fittings. We would be running around pulling for clients. Mm -hmm. And then there's like the not so fun side of like invoicing expenses and schlepping everything around and schlepping. 
I, I, I mean, I did, I did celebrity word of styling and in my twenties and I just found like, I, I was constantly like girl Friday, like running around, schlepping all these clothes around, yeah. <laughs> making sure yeah. everything was done. Right. Michaela's a legend. And I mean, she's amazing. She's just a spectacular human. So she is, I learned so much from her and especially because I was coming from e-com styling with Audrey and really going into more of the celebrity um, private event, press events. There's just, it's kind of like two different worlds really. Um, and it was, yeah, I mean, I still am styling kind of on the side. I have some of my own clients now, but it's actually something that was my full-time now turned into my like side hustle. And now I'm done as my full-time. So, well, I just want to celebrate you because what you've done in less than two years is absolutely amazing. I mean, I love your pieces. I've bought a few and a few more on their way. And, (laughs) (laughs) and I can't wait to uh, support those out here, but I mean, what inspired you to like, okay, let's take these two, you know, bands, let's take these two because obviously this is just Led Zeppelin, but you have so many that are like split band tees and that are so unique. Like no one does that. Thank you. <laughs> so That's amazing. Um, I started, okay. So the, the band tee is actually how it all started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so backtrack when I was working nine to five with Michaela, when the pandemic hit, we had no events, like literally every single event we had on the calendar dropped. So we all lost work. We all were like pretty much furloughed. Um, and I had this weird transition in my life going on because I was living in New York. My boyfriend was in Connecticut. And so I ended up just quarantining with him. Okay. His mom gifted me a sewing machine and she was like, make a quilt or like make something like you're going to be so bored because I'm a busy person like I need my hands moving at all times yeah get up and go girl oh yeah like even in a pandemic I'm like I need something to do or else I'm gonna go crazy so she gifted me the sewing machine and she kind of like taught me how to start we did a lot of YouTube lessons all that jazz um but I didn't really have like materials and the only things I had at his house I'm a vintage lover so I've always had like a great collection of thrifted band tees Um, so I took these two guns and roses shirts that I had and I just literally like hacked them up with my janky scissors that I had and I sewed them together and I was like, this is kind of cute. Yeah, it works. Yeah. So I, I put it on Instagram, like my personal and I was like, oh my God, I'm so bored. Look, I just literally learned to sew. Ha ha. Like funny, Mm -hmm. not thinking anything of it. And people were like, wow, this is so cool. Like, how do I buy this? Like, can you make me one? And it first started off as like friends and family. And then word started going around. Like this girl is upcycling t-shirts online. I would go like on live sometimes and do um, lives of me, like picking the shirts and how to make it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of where we started with the Guns N' Roses t-shirt. So then moving from there, all of my orders for the first like month when this was not a real business, it was just like making t-shirts for fun. Yeah. I was going through like Poshmark, eBay, like resellers. And it really took a long time to find a quality, cool vintage shirt. Um. And I was adamant that I didn't want to be buying just like cheap 
band shirts. Okay. You know, like I really wanted to keep the vintage nostalgia, like the one of a kind um, presence to it. Cause I thought that's really what made it so fun for me at that time was having a new piece to rework every single time. Yeah. Do you, have a fa- um, do you love the bands from like the, you know, the seventies and eighties? Is that your kind of go-to or do you, would you even make like a Backstreet Boys t-shirt? I've done or Backstreet no? Boys and like a little <laughs> Y2K. I'll like, do it little, all. Yeah. A, a little Justin Bieber, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a diehard fan. I will make Justin Bieber tees all day as long as someone will buy them. <laughs> Justin Bieber. So let's go to Britney because you have this Britney jacket that I am in love with. And I know that they're all different because I can't even talk about them. Let's, can I talk? Yeah, because they're like this jean jacket, this oversized, some of them are, you know, I guess they're all different because they're all upcycled vintage, you know, one of a kind jackets that you find, whether they're Levi's or who knows, you know, where Wrangler maybe even dare I say, which that is all coming back now. Right. Um, so, and then she puts this plumage trim on the, on the collar and on the sleeve cuff. And then she also adds like, maybe like a rhinestone, is that correct? Like a, like a rhinestone piece that circled around. And so you guys can kind of build your own on your custom order form, which I, which is such a great idea because you're making a piece with a designer, like one-on-one with you. And you're selecting maybe your color of your plumage. Maybe you're selecting like a darker denim or a lighter denim. So like, that's got to be fun too, to work with your clients, like one-on-one directly. And then they're sporting something that no one else has. Yeah. Custom is really fun. And it's something I'm trying to bring into the new year more because um, a lot of the times I try to have a wide variety on the site at all times, but since it's one of one, there's there will be like, of course, one tea that everyone goes crazy for. And they're like, I want this one. I want it exactly like that. So yeah. with custom, we can get it as close to that tea as possible. And sometimes I can even find like, if it's a vintage Nirvana, I can scour my sources and maybe I will find, you know, the exact one or something similar. Okay. Um, Custom's a lot of fun because like you, you tell me what you want. I enhance your idea, but we work together. It's not like you just send me what you want. We like, it's very much Collab- like it's a-, a collaboration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. So let's talk about your sourcing. Cause you mentioned that. So I'm a vintage lover. I have a vintage closet in my house. I I've been collecting for the past 15 years, but I love stuff from like even the fifties and the sixties, like old dresses, um, you know, old plaid pieces are my favorite. I know that you rework, um, a lot of plaid, you cut them in half and have the two-tone plaid. You also do blazers, which I love mine by the way. Um, and so people have to go check that out, but you're sourcing. I mean, it's a difficult, it's a scary thing for a lot of people who are not familiar or not comfortable going into a thrift market or into a warehouse that hold all of these materials. And it's so, I mean, they're all sustainable. They're all upcycled vintage clothing that you source. It's a difficult process and people don't understand that. Can you explain your sourcing and where you go, where your favorite places? I noticed that you were in New Jersey on Instagram the other day. Yeah. um, So I think that sourcing is I actually just had a call with a younger high school student. She reached out to me. She was like, I'm trying to start an upcycle brand. How can I start? Um, And all of her main questions were really about sourcing. And it is something so important if you are going to be an upcycled brand, because at the end of the day, 
we're taking used clothing and giving it another life. Mm-hmm. So the used clothing that you're getting has to be um, of the best quality. You know, you have to make sure when you're sourcing, if there's stains, you can launder them. You have to make sure that we're giving it a new life, but we're doing it in a very um, chic, clean, you know, desirable way. So that's the hardest part when sourcing is really like, you have to have an eye for it, I think. Of course. Um, and also where, where you go is, is important. Um, now that thrifting is kind of like trending right now, mm-hmm. the market is a little bit oversaturated. Um, so I was lucky enough to find a partner like early on when I started the business because um, it takes a lot of time to source. So I like to chunk up my process into like assembly line style. So I'll go sourcing at a warehouse for about a month and I'll get all of it done in that day. Um, And I go in with a plan. So if I have any wholesale orders that I need to fulfill, I'll go in with that plan. Um, And uh, if I have any retail orders I need to fulfill, I'll go in with that plan. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, it's always important to plan your buy because it's all one of a kind and you don't want to overbuy also. That's a big thing because we're sustainable brands, right? You want to only buy what you need, Mm -hmm. do a drop, and then potentially maybe next month you go back. Right. So, you know, you're your own seamstress. Do you have a team that assists you at all? Are you? Um, yes, I yes. have an amazing team. I started just by upcycling everything myself. Okay. Um, and then I recently just hired a seamstress to help us. So now the process, it used to be I source, I design, I cut, I sew, I quality check, I do it all. Now it's a little bit more easy on me. I source, I design cut, and then it all goes to the seamstress. She makes it beautiful. She quality checks it. And then we go over everything together and then we'll shoot it and drop it. That's awesome. Um, I also have an amazing assistant, Steph. She yes. has been with me from the beginning. She has like really, really helped um, grow the brand and she's younger than me. So she really brings that like fresh eye. And also my other assistant, Ellie, um, who's been with me from the beginning too. So those two girls are like, you got to have OG your, you got to have your stellar girl squad, right? You got to yeah. have the girls that support you and hype you up and, and, uh, bring your, bring your brand, you know, have a different perspective on things. Cause it's always good to learn from each other for sure. 100%. So what's up and coming. I know you have your own showroom. Is that new, um, in New York? Yes. Um, we just moved in, in August and what area looking- are you in, in New York? We're in Chelsea. We're on okay. 26 and six. And it has been a whirlwind moving in here. We just hosted a pop-up shop in this building. Um, We're trying to do shopping appointments. So if you are in the New York area, you can come in, you can try on, and we could even create a custom piece right here because I have all of my inventory. Um, So that's fun too. So we're trying to really like push in person as comfortably as we can, you know, COVID times. And really get back on track with direct-to-consumer sales, you know, really like pop-up shops, website sales. Mm -hmm. Um, I did a lot of wholesale last year, so I'm really hoping to like hone in on my my girls and my customers this year. 
Okay. So you said you were at about 10 stores. Is that only in the New York area or is it across the country? Across the country. Across the country. So people can buy Undone by Kate at other vintage stores or are they at more of a boutique store that carries like a vintage section? There are more boutique stores that carry vintage section. Um, and some of the people I've got to work with have been really amazing. And I really enjoyed wholesale because for stores, it's so different. You mm-hmm. know, we have a lookbook. So it's like the split flannel, the split tee, split blazer. And then we have like other shirts with, you know, like patching on them. And basically they can order like 20 patch shirts, but each shirt's going to be different. So it's a capsule for their store, which I think is really interesting. And it's something new in the retail market. Mm-hmm. It really sets a store aside from the rest. And so up for Valentine's day, because, you know, we're approaching that time of the year, um, you're making some corsets or we are like lace up, like talk. It's going to be so good. They're dropping on February 4th, Friday, 10 at the first Friday in February, they're dropping at 10 AM. It's, um, of course it's set. The skirts are going to be lace up. So adjustable, you can show as much skin or as little skin as you want. The corsets are to die for the reversible. One side is a pattern. One side is a plane. Um, and then we're also dropping more blazers to go with it. So you can literally just make your whole Valentine's day outfit with us. With that. That's awesome. Because I noticed that you do mostly like, um, waist up or, you know, tops, because that's what most people fit into. Cause you can't really size always your vintage, you know, it's kind of like one size fits most. Right. So right. you now do, if you're doing skirts, is it maxi mini midi? It's a mini skirt. Um, and I, I wanted the lace up function on it because, um, they'll be sized. We'll have small through extra large, Okay, but you have a little bit of wiggle room with the lace up, you know? So, um, if you're like, I would say a small is more like a small medium. If you want to show a little more skin, pull it tighter. And um, it's our first time really venturing into bottoms. Right. Because you don't do jeans or anything yet. No, um, I had a store who purchased um, Levi's denim shorts that were upcycled. So we put some like really cool flannel patches on them. Um, But that was my first time doing bottoms. And I think that. I would love to, but I need, you know, we're like experimenting with it behind the scenes, but it has to be perfect before it gets launched, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. especially because buying bottoms online is really hard. I think that's something like I've always struggled with. Yeah. The fits are always so different, whether they're high waisted and they're too short in the, like the torso area or they're, you know, and it's okay. I mean, most vintage stuff you have to, you know, get, um, altered. I mean, and that's what people are scared about. They go in and they're like, oh, this doesn't fit, this doesn't fit. Well, no, just spend $8 and get it hemmed or figure that out. Right. So it's a bit easier. I want to talk about your, hold on. I'm going to grab my, grab your tag. Yeah. I love your tag. So I'm going to read about it. Have it right here. I should have had it in front of me. So it says, dare the people who, no, for the people who dare to be fashionably different. Mm-hmm. And I love, I love that because 
what I talk about with Stellar Girl all the time is that we should be dressing for our moods and destinations. Yeah, we look for inspiration, whether we do it on Instagram, whether we do it in print. I love a good magazine. That's my favorite thing to do. My downtime when you do like a lot of flipping and tear sheets and you pull different things like I could make that look work. But I mean, to be fashionably different, you want to be unique. You want to wear something that no one else has. And when I was you know, when I was doing styling, everyone's like, oh, you know, a lot of people bought the basics. I'm like, yeah, that's great. That's a great place to start. But what are you going to do to make that outfit different than the woman next door? And that's why I'm not a huge fan of like, I mean, of course, I'm not going to shut down Nordstrom because they're, 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 they're monstrous and they've done so well, but you go there and then you see like 20 other people wearing the same outfit or the same shirt or the same boots as everyone else who shops at Nordstrom. And it's so fun to go and be different and to dress for your mood and put on what makes you happy every day. So I loved your, your, I mean, obviously your businesswoman as well, not just a creative talent, um, mm, but you. you were in so much, you, I mean, you learned so much from your schooling that you were able to take your passion of creation and sewing and vintage, um, uh, designing into a very profitable business. And I, I just think that's absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. I think like to your point that individuality and in fashion is so important. And something I, I took from styling into this company was that, and especially now with fast fashion, you know, mm -hmm. we have people mass producing things. Everyone's wearing the green top crop top from Zara. Zara. Everyone's wearing this piece <laughs> from ASOS. You know what I mean? So like, what is setting you when we're all wearing the same thing, we lose personal style. Mm -hmm. Like it's not personal anymore. Yeah. It's just what everyone's wearing. So something that I really love about undone is that literally no two pieces are going to be the same. There's mm -hmm. always some slight, you know, like even these Led Zeppelin shirts, we yeah. were able to get them you know in multiples which is mm -hmm. amazing but um even with them like you'll never no, no two shirts will ever be the same no like I like tucking this under like my strap and then kind that of so cute it into like like a muscle tee I was like playing with it last night when I got it I'm like there's like so many ways that you can wear this and even like you pull it around I can't do it now because it'll show my but you bra but you just like turn it around and pull down and tuck it yes and I'm like oh my gosh, this looks so cute, like under a sweater. And I even put it over top of like a long black sleeve um, turtleneck. I mean, there's just so many ways because it fits so well. Like the cut is really like impeccable. So you've done such a good job and I'm so excited. So let's just talk quickly before we sign off about how we can better champion women because this is a brand and a community that celebrates, celebrates, inspires, champions, and supports businesses, women. How can we better do that these days? Um, I think from something I've learned from being a, an employee in fashion and now a founder in fashion is all about how you treat your team. Um, and how are we inspiring like the younger generation to make good sound decisions that are like helping our community that are making a difference. Um, I always say that like, if you're a manager or if you're running a team, like you have one of the most important jobs because you're really like people who work for you, they're with you all the time. Um, and you want to make sure that they are celebrated and they're happy and they're 
you know, working towards their goals mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. um, so I always say to the girls on my team and even our new interns that we have, you know, coming for semesters, like I'm an open book and I want to teach you as much as I possibly can so that you can succeed in the future. You know, mm -hmm. I never want to like, I'll never gatekeep or anything. Like mm -hmm. I really want to have that like mentor mentee relationship with my team. And we really do. And I think that's a way, you know, to inspire people and um, make great creators. Like I would love for one of my girls to create their own brand one day. I yes. would totally be so down for that. Yeah, there's I mean, there's room for everybody that you are not really competing. There's room for all of us to succeed. And right. that's such a stellar girl mindset. And I love that because we can always learn from the people that are working for us. Um, there's always room for that. And so thank you so much for being on Speaking Stellar Girl and sharing your journey and your story. I wish you nothing but the best and most success. And I can't wait to come visit your showroom when I'm in New York next. Um, I can't wait to shop your new launch, your drops and get my Valentine's Day corset. And yeah. <laughs> Is this awesome? And my hats are coming. So, I mean, I just, I, 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 I love the power of social media because I would have never found you without it. And um, so we're so lucky. So thank you so much again. Yes. I'm so happy that we have connected and met and thanks so much for having me. Like it really means so much to me. You are so welcome. Talk to you soon on the other side. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit that bell icon to be notified of new episodes. To learn more about the Stellar Girl movement, please visit us at StellarGirl.com.